0: It's said that each of us has a fire that burns inside us, but can that fire be a literal one? The human body is capable of many things, can endure many things, and in mysterious ways and under mysterious circumstances, tonight's case makes you wonder if a body can self-destruct. Joan Crawford once said, love is a fire, but whether it's going to warm your hearth or burn down your house, you can never tell. (laughs)
1: uh are we taking our shot yeah yeah is that tequila it's not what is it
0: would you like our surprise shot would you
2: like to split our tequila and so you can have some
1: no i'm okay tequila
0: He's just going to be bitter about it the whole time. Probably
1: really Uh passive-aggressive. Probably just for
0: the, like, in the next three days or so. Well, uh, before we do the surprise shot, I do want to welcome our newest uh, Patreon member. Oh, yeah. Bria! Hey, Bria, welcome. Thank you for supporting us. Um, And she's already got a a story request that she's got for John. Um, And uh, this evening, we are doing a surprise shot for Justin... Hello, Justin. Thank you. For those of you who don't remember, those who are a Taco Supremo on Patreon supporting us at $10 a month, they get a surprise shot dedicated to them. This was not a request from Justin, but I picked this one out. It looked really, really delicious. So this one's for you. All right, Justin, thank you for your support.
2: And thank you to all of our Taco Supremos out there and our Patreon supporters, We couldn't do this without you. So this is for you, Justin. I hope you like it, and I hope I can remember the beat to the song this week. (laughs) Surprise shots, surprise shots. We don't know what they are, because they're a surprise.
1: I've already Uh been drinking a little bit, (laughs) just to be honest. (laughs) It's like that scene
2: in Austin Powers. Did you soil yourself? Cheers! It sounds a bit like it, didn't it?
1: Oh, it smells delicious.
2: I'm very Ooh. excited
0: about this
1: one.
2: I, I am too. I think. Oh, that's good. Is that like a praline liquor? That was Stroopwafel.
1: <gasps> Is that Ooh. German?
0: It's Belgian. Belgian. Oh. oh my God. There's a little bit left. If you guys want to split it. Yeah. What
1: um? I think it was
0: a, a whiskey. Let me go go. That's grab the amazing. Bottle.
1: Welcome to Talk Murder to Me podcast. My name is John. I put all my sources, photos, videos, and whatnot on TalkMurder.com. This is episode 242. Wow. (laughs) Crazy shit. 242. So go to TalkMurder.com. I'm not going to lie with this one. I know I say this every time, but there's some episodes that you don't want to miss the pictures and you you actually have to see the pictures on these because they're fucked up. And you definitely want to see them. So anyway, Great. go to go to talk go to dot com <laughs> mm-hmm. to see the photos here. And it is episode two hundred and forty two. This is the suspicious demise of a widow, sixty seven year old, Mary Reeser
2: mm, okay. from St.
1: Petersburg, Florida. All right. Anybody heard of her?
2: Um no. no. I will have to say though, just a comment. Like, I know some of our episodes are like an hour, some of them are like two. The older ones were like really Seven long. hours. <laughs> but do you, like, like think about it 242 episodes. We we must have at least 24 hours worth of content on here. So if you want to marathon us, why do we day, have
1: way more than that? Are you serious?
0: 240, 240 hours. <laughs> like, sure. Literally 300 hours
1: of fucking content. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Johnny? <laughs> 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 Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and the, the first 10 episodes is 24 hours. What the fuck? I not make any sense.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, oh, shit. Mr. John,
2: you can cut so, that. Like, I say, mean, you probably uh, won't, but it's
0: whatever. Uh, I know he's going to leave that in just like my wildfires. <laughs> no, you know what? He cut out the whole Constitution Declaration of Independence thing for I you. Did. Oh, thank you.
1: But, but not just,
0: the wildfire
1: comment. <laughs> but just to revisit that, oh, Jen, Jen thought the Constitution. <laughs> no, I didn't
2: think. I knew it was wrong immediately after it came out of my mouth.
1: Welcome to this night's episode. This is the Talk Murder to Me podcast. My name is John. I'm here with Jen and Nicole. I put all my sources, photos, and videos on talkmurder.com. This is episode 242. This is the baffling. And that is from the newspapers, the baffling case of Mary Reeser. She was a widow who was married once to a doctor, but he passed away, unfortunately. And then she passes away under very mysterious circumstances. And this is a fascinating case. This case is one of the best I've done. Murder, suicide, accident, or pheno- natural phenomenon case?
0: Unnatural okay. phenomena or natural <laughs> phenomena? Natural. Like natural causes.
1: The photo you're looking at right now is of 1200 Cherry Street. Tonight we are going to Monday, July 2nd, 1951. So what is this? This looks like a house to you. Pretty big house, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. It says the Alamanda Apartments.
1: So this is 1200 Cherry Street. I don't know. This is a black and white photo. You can't really see for the uh, trees, but see if you can tell me, maybe you can tell me what state this is by the trees. No, probably not. This is what you're looking at now is the now photo of the same building. 1200 Cherry Street.
2: Well, you said well it took place in St. Petersburg, Florida, right? Or is it not?
1: Oh, did I say that? Yeah, Yeah. you did. Oh, well, then there you go.
0: (laughs) We should have just said Florida and have a marvel that we guessed right at that time.
1: All right. So what you're looking at now is a very small apartment. Now, when I use the word apartment tonight, remember this photo because it is basically a house converted into an apartment. Interesting. This is a one floor.
0: Like a duplex?
1: Duplex. It has five units in it. Oh, wow. And... Mary Reeser, the victim tonight, was a tenant of one of those rooms.
2: Did they like share a kitchen and just have their no, own they other didn't, bedrooms? No,
1: that's a good question. They didn't share everyone had their own apartment with everything included. Interesting. But there wasn't it but it wasn't filled out all the way. There was only two tenants in the apartment at the time, plus the landlord who also lived who also lived there. As of now, from Zillow.com, it is a five-unit, one-story house that is used as an apartment. And it is still used to this day, the same thing. Interesting. So, this is 1200 Cherry Street in St. Petersburg, Florida, Monday, July 2nd, 1951.
2: I wonder what the rent goes for nowadays. So,
1: 1951, July 2nd, 8 a.m. in the morning. A Western Union boy comes to the door. Now, he goes into the apartment, obviously, into the front door. And he is going to a 67-year-old widow's apartment, Mary Reeser. Now, what I've learned about Western Union back in the day is if a Western Union boy comes to your abode then you would give him $0.10 or whatever the current rate was to receive the telegram. Once he got that $0.10, he would give you the telegram. Got it. So that's how it was during this time. Now, he went to Mary Reeser's apartment, which was in this same complex, but she didn't answer the door at all. Her neighbor, which was a good friend of hers, an elderly lady, a neighbor... Also a good friend. I'm a little drunk. That's why I'm slurring. <laughs> la, 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 la. la 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 banana 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 banana. Now a That's na- a new
2: routine, guys. <laughs> I've never seen that one before from him.
1: The Western Union boy cannot get Mary Reese to come to the door at all. So he goes to the next apartment and her neighbor comes to the door. She is also an elderly lady and she's clueless. She's like, not only is she supposed to be there because that's her routine. If you're 67 years old, you're not spontaneous. You have a routine mm-hmm. and everyone kind of knows the routine. She is supposed to be there, but she does remember. And this is really important. A quote, dull thud in quote around 5 a.m in the morning the neighbor does mm. it sounded like it was coming from Mary Reese's apartment she wasn't sure but she opened the door she looked out into the hall the shared hall of our, all the the shared hall of all the apartments she didn't see nothing she didn't see anyone anything suspicious so she went back to bed plus every morning if you're like i said like I said, if you're 67 years old, you have a routine. This neighbor, every morning when she woke up to get her tea, she would always hear the radio playing in Mary's apartment. Thin walls, the radio is playing, Elvis is on. The Western Union boy gives the telegram to the neighbor, and then he's on his way. Now, the neighbor lady, she walks over to Mary Reeser's apartment she tries to open the door, which was slightly ajar, but the handle, the door handle was really hot to the touch.
2: Oh, that's a sign of a fire.
1: So she didn't go any further in. However, there were a couple painters that were already early to work that morning. They were painting the outside of the apartment complex. So she went and roped them in and they agreed to go into the apartment and see if they can find Mary. As soon as they entered the apartment, smoke poured out. Hmm. Now, they did not know that the apartment was on fire at all. But there had been a fire in the apartment. And from the assistant fire chief who showed up with his crew, his name is S.O. Griffith. He claims that to an untrained eye you know, just a regular citizen, you would not notice the little amount of smoke emanating from the front door. And it was a screen door. And then you have the the main door. Mm-hmm. The main door was slightly ajar. Mm-hmm. They could not actually see the fire coming from the apartment.
2: Well, maybe it looked like like someone was smoking their cigarette or something, because that was pretty popular back then. Good but point. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just asked a question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. When did the smoke detector?
1: Smoke. Oh, when did it become available?
2: Like, yeah, like when to the public. Like, I don't oh. think it wasn't available back then, was it in the 50s? Uh, no.
1: That's a good question. Let me look that up. I didn't think about that.
0: That's a great question. Yeah.
1: Smoke detector history. Smoke detectors have been around since the late 1890s. Oh, well,
2: I guess I was wrong.
1: George Andrew Darby. Patented the first heat and smoke detector in 1902 in Birmingham, England. 20 years later, Swiss physicist Walter Jaeger was working to invent a sensor for poison gas, but was failing. The result was the isolation smoke alarm.
2: Hmm. Well, I was wrong, but that was very informative. Thank you, John, for...
1: (laughs) The neighbor and the painters, they did enter the apartment, but they quickly left out once the smoke hit them, and the neighbor did notice a, quote, red smoldering mass, end quote. Kind of important. There's a blaze. This is Mary Reeser right here. Can you describe her to our audience?
0: Um, she is an older lady. With- she has her hair in an updo. Yeah. Um, glasses. She probably looks old and like an older sixty-seven than you would find today. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Huh? Yeah. Like, if you put a current sixty-seven-year-old
2: next to this picture, it would not be similar. Like, my mom is turning sixty-seven this year.
0: Yeah, your mom looks like way younger. Like, she yeah. looks like an old. This person looks like an old lady, and she's pretty young for only sixty-seven.
1: Can you describe her body type?
0: Uh, what's the word we use? Matri- she's she looks
2: matronly. Yeah, but I what the word about the is?
1: Voluptuous.
2: No, not voluptuous. <laughs> there was like a word that we used during that episode. Big of,
1: titties. Wait.
2: Like, the episode. <laughs> busty. No, not busty. <laughs> like the 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 starvation heights. There was a word that meant to have big breastuses.
1: Voluptuous.
2: No, it was not voluptuous.
1: Oh, well um, endowed. Oh, no. that's a penis. Never mind. <laughs>
2: you just wanted to say penis we all know that
1: that's bullshit who you're looking at now is a 67-year-old widow this is Mary Reeser she was married to a doctor but her husband died unexpectedly suddenly so now she is a widow
2: does she have any children
1: she does she does have a um one son that we know of who was a doctor at the time but and and we'll get to him in a little bit but this is her right here. Go to Talkmar.com to see her photo. She looks like a nice old lady. Now, when Fire Chief Griffith, Assistant Fire Chief Griffith, entered the premise with his crew, his fire crew, he noticed that instantly the smoke was overwhelming. Which is kind of a suspect because none of the other neighbors in the apartment, nor the landlord, knew anything about the fire at all. There was a fire burning in this apartment and nobody knew.
2: It must have been contained somehow, though, as not to like do any damage to the other units in the house.
1: No, it didn't do any other damage, but I doubt they had any sort of fire alarm or whatever because there was nothing that I saw of a smoke detector or whatever. No one knew that there was a fire until they actually entered the apartment. And in fact, the neighbor and the painters, they didn't even know there was a fire until they entered the apartment. The fire crew knew because the smoke, they could tell the smoke emanating, but just barely from the door. Now, the ceilings were completely blackened, completely, and the curtains up. Were completely blackened. When I say curtains up, I mean about four feet off the ground. From that point to the ceiling, were blackened. Hmm. But this is all. This is extremely important. Okay, the fact that the the curtains were only blackened four feet to the ceiling, and that the walls were only blackened four feet to the ceiling means it wasn't burning that Extremely Mom. important he for rises, this case. But okay, that,
2: but. It it means it hadn't hadn't been going for that long.
1: All the light switches and the plastic, this, that, and the other, the electrical stuff, was not melted whatsoever. But it was extremely hot to the touch. And there were some of the electrical appliances that had burned out because of the, the intense heat. Okay. Okay. Now, here is the room, the outlay of the room. This is her apartment right here. Go oh, to it's ta- like a studio. Go to TalkMart.com to see this. Yeah, it's like a studio. You see the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Kitchenette? hmm A day chair was sitting right by that kitchenette. And the day chair was a Lazy Boy, a recliner. And it was, quote, overstuffed, end quote. So it was very comfortable mm-hmm. to sit in. And that was backed up right next to the kitchenette. This is the actual fire damage in the apartment. Oh, wow. So let me go back right quick. Look at the kitchenette. You see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, keep that in your mind, that layout of the kitchenette, and then go to here. Do you see the kitchenette, where the kitchenette is?
2: Uh, well, is that the front door? What is that?
1: No, 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 no. This is the fire. The fire happened right by the kitchenette.
2: Okay, so this so, we're just looking at the fire.
1: This, yeah, exactly. Okay,
2: oh, I see a stove.
1: There you go. Okay. so this. What do you notice about this photo? That's that's weird to you.
2: It only damaged
0: like the wall. Just
1: it's to the very kitchen. isolated. Yeah, it's very concentrated. The fire. There was a but fire. But it also
0: looks like it caused a lot of damage.
1: There was a fire. There is no doubt about that. But it was extremely isolated. And if you look at the walls, it's about four feet, maybe three feet. You see where it becomes black and mm-hmm. then it goes up until it's completely charred. And you look at the ceiling there. That ceiling is not black to begin with. Those, wall, those ceilings are painted white or whatever color apartments use. Mm-hmm. That is completely charred, soaked in soot. So completely so, saturated. So does that
0: mean something went up in flames, like, yeah. really fast and yeah, then went it probably out? Well, a kitchen
2: fire. Well, I'm
1: just, just, hold on. Just look at the picture. This is what happened. Okay. But it's completely isolated. This is exactly what they saw when they went in there. Now, the fire crew, they go into the apartment and they clear this thing out. Now, you're seeing lights here that light up the apartment. When there's a fire in an apartment, there are no lights the lights only get there once the investigation team arrives and they manually put up lights. The lights are done. I mean, you see, there's, I mean, it burned out all the lights. You can't see anything. It's pretty much black in that apartment. Here, you can see some of the damage. What you're looking at now, and I'll put this photo on talkmur.com, is two men. I believe one of them, at least, is a police officer. He looks like he's wearing a police officer hat. Mm-hmm. One man is using a rake or a broom of some sort. Shovel, looks like. Shovel. They're combing through the remnants, the what's left of this inferno that happened. Now, okay, this talk murder me. What the fuck? Like, this is just a regular house fire. Like, there's nothing weird about this, right?
2: Well, was there any accelerant found?
1: Mary's oversized chair was completely incinerated. In fact, that's what you're looking at now. The only thing that remained of this big, lazy boy, this oversized, overstuffed chair that seemed so comfortable was the metal springs. The only thing were these two little dinky springs. And you can like, you know, mm-hmm. like little door stoppers, you know, that the springs yeah. on the doors. Those were the only things left of this chair. And it was... What you're seeing now is a completely isolated fire that only burned this one specific chair. Just lit up this chair.
0: So the the chair was highly flammable.
1: Now, the assistant fire chief and his men were walking through. And, okay, we got to find Mary. We know there's a 67-year-old widow that is supposed to be here. They start to leave. They start to leave. In great spirits, because hey, guess what she wasn't here she Can't must have been she must have been at her son's house she must have been on her uh on her yearly vacation, which we'll talk about she she's gone this is great. Not only did a fire not kill Mary Reeser, but it only burned a very small portion of her apartment. This is great news, right
2: until they find her body wrong (laughs) she was
0: sitting in the chair
1: (laughs) smoking a cigarette on the way out one of the firemen slips blesses his ass he's got his big tank on his back, his mask and he's got his axe you know he's got his abs like all firemen have they got those six pack abs and he's just so hot he slips on this this quote greasy substance end quote On the floor. Gasoline. This greasy substance actually was saturated, not just on the floor and the rug that he slipped on and keep in mind, he busted his ass right on the floor. This greasy substance was also on the walls. It was everywhere, everywhere. They could not figure out what this greasy substance was. This fireman actually, I'm guessing he's a rookie, slipped on it, busted his ass, and now he's on the floor. Now look at this photo right here. (laughs) Because as you saw in the previous photos, this is where the fire was. Let me go back for you guys. This is the fire. This is the only part of the house that has a fire. Look at this photo. You see the fire, obviously, and then you see this. The fireman slipped, busted his tailbone, looking around, hoping his sergeant didn't see. He tries to get himself up. He braces himself. He's got a big tank on his back, so he's all heavy. He's trying to get up. And he notices this. This is the exact image that he saw. So you can go to TalkMirror.com to see this. Can you describe this?
0: Hot damn. Oh, there's a leg. (laughs) leg with a a foot and a shoe.
2: Right? That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, that is a uh, tibia and fibula attached to a foot in
1: a shoe. What you're looking at now is a beautiful designer suede shoe (laughs) housed with a human foot that goes up about four inches, four or five inches. The ankle the human foot is actually (laughs) severed off completely severed off now where's the rest of the leg it's really right
2: before the knee it's below the knee is severed
1: yeah was the ankle
2: no the ankle is in the calf
1: whatever it's the bone the ankle bone whatever what is missing out of this photo there is one leg and there's nothing else now this is the chair this is the oversized chair you see some of the the frame there and you see the springs what is missing here
0: the rest of the the body body.
1: All that is here is a leg, and it's not even a full leg. The firemen didn't even notice this until they were leaving. This is two hours later, and they noticed this. (laughs) There's a human leg housed in a suede shoe. Now, look at the suede shoe. Is it burned in any way? No, not touched. It's completely unharmed. (laughs) It's almost
2: as if... Like, she had... Like, if everything else was in contact with the fire, or let's say she, like, spontaneously combusted, and it was, like, left leg... That looks like a right leg, right foot. So, like, left leg was sitting down, and the right leg, you guys on YouTube can kind of see this, but, like, if her right leg was sticking out, and that got saved, but nothing else. Everything else is incinerated.
1: So this is another photo I found...
0: Fascinating. So obviously
1: somebody cut that leg off. Right? No. A oh fire God. a fire is not gonna burn your entire body. Completely incinerate your there's no part of her there. Well it's look at the picture. There's nothing. There's there's not a there's not a spine, there's not a pelvis, there's nothing but a fucking ankle housed <laughs> in a it, suede shoe. Was it a fake leg? Did she did she have both of
2: her legs? <laughs> there's
1: nothing there.
0: <laughs> but it, it could have been that something, see, like, a bit, looking at the rest of the fire, it seems like something went up in flames really rapidly. Uh-huh. And, you know, whether there was an accelerant or so, it was just something super highly flammable, so... Was she an amputee? I'm just thinking, it, it could whatever caused her to catch on fire, it went up in flames so fast and rapidly... Like, if there was an accelerant, perhaps it just uh-huh. wasn't on her, that leg. Right.
2: That, yeah. Like, maybe she spilled her, her, like, drink. Right. But if she was an amputee and had a steel leg, of course, I don't think they were using steel back in the 50s, but if it was steel, may, that wouldn't have been burned. But, I mean, this is the 50s. It's
0: no like idea. A, it's
2: like a real-life version of the leg lamp.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Let's kind of jump back for a second. And talk about that, quote, greasy substance, end quote.
0: Motor oil? <laughs> that Gas. the
1: fireman slipped on.
0: Or is that blood?
1: No, the, the uh, St. Petersburg police, they enlisted the help of the Federal Bureau of Investigations, the FBI. And in fact, I need to preface this before I go any further. The majority of the research, and I mean 99% of this research, is pulled from a 115-page FBI unclassified, recently unclassified document. Oh, cool. Specifically on this case. Hmm. And what's really interesting about this document, and I'll link to it on Talkmer.com, is a lot of the correspondence is at least passed through Hoover's desk which is the FBI oh, yeah, director. Oh, so Hoover. It at least passed through his desk. He at least saw it, is what I'm trying to say. Even if he didn't write the responses, you can 100% assure yourself that he had complete control of the responses going out about this case. And he was
2: aware of it and everything going on yeah, with it. Yeah,
1: because he kind of loomed over the FBI at that time. Is
2: this part of the unclassified documents about aliens?
1: No, that's the CIA thing. I
0: was going to actually ask: Does the fact that the FBI, what, was the FBI involved because of who her husband was? What do you mean? Oh, because he was w- a doctor. Was her husband like a, a, no, a an he, important official? I mean, and he they was no, he
1: was a a random okay. position.
0: Okay, I wasn't sure if they were going we with. That was a good with, question, Nicole. Thank you, Jen.
1: It was an okay question. <laughs> I mean, it I didn't was,
0: know if like maybe her husband was a secret. It was a better something. <laughs> it was a better question than me asking if
2: it was because of the aliens. Like, okay, it's so, more realistic than that.
1: So this, so this episode obviously is pulled from this 115-page FBI document, and the FBI was. Extremely influential in this case because this was a mystery. Obviously, was it murder? I mean, all right, someone lit her on fire, but but what you're gonna hear in a second is bodies don't burn like that. We're gonna kind of look at some quotations from some uh, some personnel that work at the crematorium. Some uh, embalmers and you know morticians—they say that bodies, bodies don't burn like that. Right. You, you don't have a body that is completely incinerated, except the ankle. That is—that does is not happen. That does not even happen, even if you have gasoline poured all over the body, which there was none <clears throat> at all.
2: Well, here's a theory: What if she was murdered? Someone—they uh, cut her up and had her body in the bag and put some accelerant on the chair and then that leg fell out of the bag and they took her body somewhere else and that was they didn't have time to like to grab it because the fire was starting and they didn't have time to grab that leg.
1: All right, well let, let's just let's just go on. The FBI forensic testing they found out what that greasy substance was. Uh-huh. You said it was gasoline.
2: No, I said it was blood.
1: Blood what I do you said said it was I said gasoline. It is, quote, the greasy substance is quote. Her guts. Melted human fat. Oh. End <laughs> <In> quote. <laughs> uh.
0: and,
1: and it was splattered on the floors. On so it's the room. It was almost
0: rugs, like her body on the like walls. exploded.
1: There was melted human fat covering the ceiling it was everywhere it was this greasy substance i mean think about uh tearing a chicken apart like oh, a rotisserie no. chicken I don't and you like just that. like that very greasy yeah okay sort of you know not even the fat of the chicken but just that 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 feeling between the, your two fingers it's just so slippery and you're like yeah you got to wash this off yeah. that covered the apartment completely <sighs>
0: For the record, we just, we break down a lot of rotisserie chickens in this house for our dog food, so. I was thinking more of,
2: like, if you have, like, corned beef brisket and you're, like, boiling it in the fat. Yeah, it's it comes little,
0: up. Yeah.
1: Now, let's talk about the sun, right? The sun.
0: Oh, is there an inheritance here?
1: Mary Reese was a widow. She was happily married to a local doctor, but she lost her husband suddenly, and Began depending on her son. How long ago did
2: her husband die?
1: Recently. This was in the the last two years of this story. Okay. The official FBI report states that Mary's days were, quote, seemed to revolve around her son, Dr. Richard Reeser, end quote. Now, this was a... Sunday morning, or actually early Monday morning when they found her body. Mm -hmm. Sunday morning, the previous day, Dr. Reeser had taken his family, not her, not the mother. He's taken his own family to the beach for a well-needed vacation. He has been slammed at work and he needed to, to expel some of that frustration by taking his sons and his wife to the beach. They're in Florida, so they're right there. Now, he did not take the mother. However, when he returns to his own apartment, he finds his mother there. This was around 3.30 p.m. So, this is Sunday, 3.30 p.m. She will be dead within 12 hours. They think she died around 5 a.m., so...
2: When the neighbor heard the thump?
1: Mon- yeah, exactly. Monday morning, 5 a.m., they think she succumbed to her demise. 3.30 p.m. on the Sunday, Dr. Reeser and his family walks back into the door, all tanned from being at the beach, to find the mother crying in the chair. Usually, during this time, the mother... Would spend her weeks, her summer weeks up north, however, there was some accident, and the paper the newspaper the old and the old newspaper that I was reading didn't really go into it, but the person that was supposed to drive her up north for her annual vacation got in some kind of car accident, and bottom line, the trip was not only postponed but it was canceled for that year completely, and being a widow. And an elderly lady, you depend on these, this routine of your life. You know what I'm saying? So when she is not able, or when she finds out she's not able to go to her annual trip up north, she is very devastated. And so she is crying. Aww. Now, her son notices her mother starting to... Take these pills called secondals. I don't believe they're around anymore. I'm pretty sure they are, but they just changed the name. They're basic barbiturates. Okay. So they're like the oxycodons or whatever. You know, the housewives take these things. Yeah. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and they drink the wine. They take these uh ox- the Zoloft stuff like that. The barbiturates just or whatever. Hysteria, right? Yeah, and then they go into the bedroom and light the candle and take out the vibrator. Kind of the shit. original <laughs> cure to hysteria. But she was taking these secondals and she you know she's been taking these for ten years. It's not a big deal, but you're used he, to it by then. Yeah, she had a she had some accident ten years ago, or surgery, or something like that. They prescribed them. They prescribed the medicine to her, and she's been addicted, if you will, but. Not like this. This trip being canceled did her in. She was popping these things, and I'm thinking these things. If you saw saw The Wolf of Wall Street, they're like uh, the, uh, Quaaludes. The, the Quaaludes mm. kind of thing. I mean, that's what they are.
0: Mad My favorite fucking movies. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet, have you? <laughs> this summer vacation i'm working on it i'm watching the wire okay
1: what you're looking at now is from the fbi documents if you want to read what was found in the scene this is uh, one through fourteen this is the evidence listed
0: glass fragments found in ashes six small objects believed to be teeth metal from near body Fibers believed to be part of nightgown. Particles of bones found in ashes. Charred fabric believed to be from chair. Cotton material from chair. Charred wood. Charred legs from end table. Charred fabric from rug. Rug. Charred fabric from rug. Unburned section of rug heavily soaked with greasy substance. Which Mm. is
1: melted human fat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Remainder of ashes. (laughs) Shoe from foot not consumed by fire. Er. <laughs> chair springs.
1: So, her body was in there, and that photo that I showed you—that was once her body. It wasn't someone put her foot there to stage the scene. That was her body. <laughs> so,
0: what is that? she so, was she was very clearly sitting in the chair.
1: Yeah, she was sitting yeah. in the fucking chair. So,
2: at the bottom it says et cetera. It's- <clears throat> Something with petroleum, either human, fat, finally found... Present. Present.
1: Hardly nothing remained of Mary's 170-pound body, but the police put all the remnants in a, quote, small box, end quote, and found was her, quote, charred skull. This is important. Her charred skull shrunken to the size of a teacup or a base what? or a baseball.
2: Wait, what? What the fuck? How does that happen?
1: <laughs> exactly. Look like
2: how to shrink heads. Voodoo.
1: A section of a backbone and a part of a left foot, which was what she saw still encased in the suede shoe. Let me break this case down to you real quick. I am so you cannot All right. Let's say you're smoking a joint Snoop Dogg style and you got a big old blaze going up like I do every. Never. Every Tuesday night <laughs> and you're fucking getting high and you feeling good. You put on a yellow submarine and you fall asleep. That shit falls on you. A lot of people that happens to. And yes, they do die. But guess what? Their body still remains. It may be burned to fuck. But their body is still there. You do not have not a body and just ashes. Does that make sense? The uh, The heat temperature is what I'm trying to get you guys to understand tonight. Was not only unnatural, but impossible. There is no way, not only would her fire burn that hot, but any fire burn that hot unless it was exposed to something an accelerant and a level something to to keep reapplying to the body to keep it at such a high level that is the only way it you you light your shirt on fire 500 degrees max her body Burned it over 2000, 2,000 degrees this this house lights on fire knock on wood the entire fire of this house up into blaze would never get over 1500 this body was well over that
0: it like it, it incinerated
1: it it was and it was localized
0: which means there had to have been something that made it go up in flames
2: like that she spontaneously combusted guys i mean it happens
1: does it what does that mean what is spontaneous combustion or actually what i should say is spontaneous human combustion shc which is a non-proven non-scientifically proven phenomenon that may or may not actually happen in nature may or may not (laughs) All right, let's talk about her son, the killer. Oh. (laughs) Now, we got to talk about the son just because he was one of the last ones to see her alive. A coincidence? As I said before, he took his family to the beach. They get home, see the mother crying. She's taking those barbiturates. She is pissed off. He drives her mother back to the apartment around 8 p.m. that evening. He wanted to make sure his mother was. Okay, at least to get through this whole summer mess. He leaves. His mother, as he recalls, was wearing a Van Ralte, is V A N space, R A A L T E, rayon acetate nightgown.
2: Mm, rayon, that's flammable.
1: With, <laughs> she was rested in her favorite recliner. She was rested in her favorite recliner, the one that was only the springs left, and she lit a cigarette, and then he leaves. Okay. So, what the flam- the material of the nightgown is that what you're trying to say? I mean, the material the are Nike- highly flammable. the material of the Nike yeah, exactly. They're flammable, but do they fucking completely incinerate every bone in your fucking body? How that's not? different. Yeah, that's different. Okay. And do they shrink your head to the size of a baseball?
0: Probably not. Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah, they're flammable, but are they fucking flammable? <laughs> According to the official FBI reports, quote, the body of Miss Reeser was partially cremated with the exception of the left foot, which was burned completely in tow, about four inches above the ankle. quote, the chair in which she had been sitting was completely burned away, leaving just the springs. A small end table was completely burned with the exception of two legs. The carpet was burned in an area of approximately three feet. Was she murdered? Was this a murder? Police believe no, it was not a murder. And honestly, I'm not going to be able to tell you yes or no if it was a murder or not. My personal opinion is that it was not a murder. But you guys can make your own personal opinions here in a little bit. But there is a theory out there, which Jen had mentioned earlier, called spontaneous human combustion, SHC. It is also known as pre to natural combustion pc this is unproven this is not proven in science there has been no cases where it is 100 proven that this happens because why the fuck would it happen how does your body just burst into flames that's fucking stupid that doesn't make sense
2: it's spontaneous you can't like Hold the research study forever and wait for someone to explode.
1: Yeah, but why? Dude, there's no there's no part of your body. <laughs>
0: like, I'm just picturing someone behind glass and just staring
1: at them. <laughs> I'm and just
0: saying. Explode
1: turn, turn up the fucking heat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying like like it's spontaneous. Uh, you can't, like it's almost impossible to catch it naturally happening. It reminds me of like the men who stare at goats, like yes. that type of uh, experiment. Yes.
1: Okay. First off, let's talk about the accelerants that were found at the scene because there were none. FBI oh, forensic, interesting. okay. FBI FBI forensic testing found absolutely no accelerants used. But that, and they were making it very clear that they are not saying that they were not used, but because they could have burned up, but they were not found. Okay, that's a very different statement. But if you read the 115 page FBI report, you will quickly figure out that the FBI is very adamant that no one poured any substance or accelerants on Mary Reeser. That is clear if you read it and you kind of get the sentiment behind what they're saying. They cannot say that, okay, no one came in there and poured gasoline all over her. No, they can't say that because that gasoline could have burnt completely up. And they they tested. I mean, the area that you're seeing now, they tested every inch of that area. There was nothing there. And if there was gasoline poured on the body, say, or some sort of accelerant, it would have splashed on her shoes or something. They tested 100 percent of everything and found absolutely nothing. Therefore, let's just say. For the sake of this episode, that no one poured fucking shit on her. Okay. That takes it up a notch. Let's also say most scientists, 99% of scientists, believe that spontaneous combustion is a bunch of bullshit because your body just doesn't light on fucking fire. That just doesn't make any it makes sense. No
2: sense. Could you imagine if just one <laughs> of us exploded right now? <laughs>
0: Wasn't that in like some Uh, Muppet character and somebody like spontaneously combusted? Now it's really gonna drive me crazy.
1: However, there are over a hundred cases where spontaneous combustion is the only viable (gasps) option for which this has happened, right? (laughs) Like cases similar to this, you mean? (laughs) Exactly. Well, very similar. Very similar. I'm talking about. The victim was sitting there. No one, no witnesses. All of a sudden, completely incinerated, except for the very low extremities—maybe a foot or an ankle.
0: <laughs> There's got to be a reasonable explanation.
1: Can
2: we Google witnesses to spontaneous combustion or videos of spontaneous <laughs>
0: combustion? That Muppet video is going to come up that I'm thinking of. no, let me talk about the heat. Who's the blue one, Beaker? Beaker. Uh, Beaker, no, yeah. Beaker is yes. not. Beaker's not Beaker's blue. Beaker's the
1: one with the glasses. You're that thinking does
2: of Gonzo. No, Gonzo's no, no. a blue one. No, no, no. But Beaker. Beaker's not. Blue. Beaker's the tall one
1: with. Yeah, okay,
0: okay. You're right. Beaker's me, me. not blue. And then me, me. Simon
2: is the scientist that
0: has the glasses but no eyes.
1: No, he's I'm got eyes. Sure you just I'm can't see him.
0: Beaker. There's a movie. Maybe it's Muppet Treasure Island, perhaps. I don't know. There's one where a Muppet spontaneously combusts, and there's someone listening right now that knows exactly what I'm talking about.
1: Morticians were interviewed. Plenty of morticians separately about this. They were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Does this even happen? They said that, the, the consensus with the morticians, a body must be exposed to 1,500 to 2,000 degrees minimum for hours For fully cremation.
0: And it couldn't have been for Furthermore... The
1: whole apartment would have been destroyed. Furthermore, unlike Mary's body, when you want to cremate a body, not only do you have to keep the body at least above 1500 degrees, you have to continually spray it with some sort of oil to keep it burning. A mortician cremating a body... I don't know what you guys think, but they don't just throw it in a fucking incinerator. They they put it in there and then they spray it constantly until it finally goes down to ashes. You have to have a constant source of accelerant. That sounds was terrible.
0: was the fact that it was so close to the kitchen? though like with a the possible, possible like the cellar. olive
1: oil just fucking spray yeah, on <laughs> no. But
0: like if there, if it's close to the oven and there's like grease in the oven, right? There's no. all of that inside. an no. indoor unit?
2: Were there any windows?
1: Yeah, you got the right and maybe idea. Maybe she had a
2: magnifying glass and she was looking and it was like a <clears> science <throat> experiment where you burn the ants alive and you're just like and she was reading and she had a cigarette and then the light from the sun was like On her leg, but not the left leg, the right leg, and then she
1: just, like, caught fire. Let me tell you, you got the right idea with the grease and that stuff, but not from the kitchen. There was grease. There was...
0: You mean just her fat?
1: A substance that kept it burning. Her fat. I don't...
2: Sunscreen. (laughs) Sunscreen. from the beach that she didn't get to go to are you
1: going with her body fat all right all right there were plenty of letters from armchair sleuths and if you read the the full fbi document you'll see this mary's death ranged from natural phenomenon to natural phenomenon meaning a a lightning bolt came in which does happen a lightning bolt comes into the apartment strikes her and just fucking incinerates her. And there's actually this really crazy thing that if you guys want to look up that I didn't know this was a thing but it has been noticed since for hundreds and hundreds of years. I'm talking about since the 1600s. It's called Ball Lightning. When there's a thunderstorm or a lightning storm there has been witnessed accounts of a Electromagnetic ball of lightning that floats around the room.
0: So an alien,
1: and it, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy, right? Yeah, I was, I was thinking about. It. I was like, wait, that this fucking alien,
0: ancient aliens.
1: But that, I guess, the electromagnetism of the Earth or whatever conforms this ball of hot heat lightning, and it floats around your fucking house. But there has been cases of that. But when detectives went to the local weather bureau, no thunderstorms, no lightning, clear as day, that didn't happen for this night. No lightning. That's it. One prominent armchair sleuth, I wouldn't say prominent, but he he ran this publication called uh, True Crime. I'm not sure if it's still... I I really doubt it's still a thing, but it was a weekly news publication. He writes in and says, usually when something like this happens, you need to look at the relatives or any contacts. Is there someone who could benefit financially or emotionally? And the only part, and they did, they did. I mean, this is fucking Hoover is telling people to go look. Based on all these armchair sleuths, like they did a diligent job. Yeah,
0: and Hoover was a
2: nasty motherfucker too.
1: So Hoover, we're
0: watching the the man in the high castle, and yeah, apparently Hoover is a fucking Nazi. Hoover is, uh, <laughs> yeah, he works for, for the Nazis because it's a about when if the Nazis won the war.
1: So let's talk about the son. The son, prominent doctor, they he doesn't
0: necessarily need the money. Then
1: he does not need the money. He, there's no way he would benefit. From the life or death of his mother. In fact, his mother is the one doing his accounting for him. He apparently does not know how to do accounting, so she was taking care of that. That was her role.
2: That's nice. He should use freetaxusa.com. (laughs)
1: Yeah. what is that some kind of spammy fucking cash for title fucking shit no that's why i used to do my taxes get your title back with title max oh you know what? you still have unclaimed
0: property that we haven't <gasps> figured God. done
1: Really? It's yeah. probably fucking dead bodies. No, on. I gotta do that. It's
0: like <laughs> a couple
2: hundred bucks yeah. that you have in your name. I don't think I have anything, of course. But John has a couple hundred bucks. That's I, awesome. I keep forgetting to do that. It's
1: my money. You better fucking stay away it's from me. It's my <laughs>
2: money, and I need it now. Call JG Wentworth, 877 <laughs> Cash Now.
1: So go back to the list of evidence found. Q5 was a quote, portion of a cigarette lighter and metal, which may also be part of a lighter. That is a conductor. Metal. Well, so they they know she was smoking. All right, let's wrap this up. You guys are in too much suspense.
2: Here comes a change. We may have had a lot to drink. I had a goblet-sized margarita before this, and I am not ashamed.
1: Now, there was, I I want to mention this, but not even the FBI report went any further than what I'm about to say. But there was a, quote, slight electrical disturbance, end quote, Uh, reported that specific night of her death. Okay. And the alarm clock, this is interesting, the alarm clock was one of those, you know, digital alarm clocks. Oh,
0: so it it tells you when the power went out.
1: Yeah. Well, no, the power wasn't specifically out, but it was uh, out in certain outlets. The, The ones that were really close to the fire... The one that was plugged into the alarm clock, or the alarm clock was plugged in right behind the chair, mm-hmm. it went out at 4.20 Okay. a.m. Well, That's around 5. A.m. Maybe. No one knows. I mean, it, you know uh, what I'm saying? I
2: have a question. Did the kitchenette have a window, or was it a straight-up wall? Like, where was her to- Where was her toaster? Did she try to stick something in her <laughs> toaster? At 5 in the morning? Maybe she was hungry.
1: Okay, let's. What do you guys think? Do you think
2: somebody lit her body on fire? No, I am staying with my spontaneous combustion theory.
1: <laughs> now, the official report says from the the lighter, her cigarette, dropping it on her clothes.
0: It sounds like she could have been struck by lightning.
1: <clears throat> I just fucking said it's not. An, that's an impossibility. There's no lightning but they, storms. But she had
0: an interior <laughs> unit too. Like, where
1: were her oh, windows no. that she could? Well, it does. No, it does happen though. It does. I, gotta- I don't know
0: what else to say. <laughs> I told you there's got to be an explanation yeah. aside from spontaneous no, combustion. No, you don't need an explanation when spontaneous, spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous
1: combustion is not a proven thing, Jen.
2: That doesn't mean that it's not real.
1: <laughs> they were looking at just the lighter, but they said, quote, such a blaze could not have produced the intense heat which consumed the body. Remember, this was hotter than fucking hot, right? This is hotter not dot com. Right swipe. Or no, there was swipe. no
2: swiping. It was only rating. Now let's talk. I wonder about if that website's still up. Can we check? Not right now, but can we check? Sure. Uh, okay.
1: Now let's talk about her nightgown real quick. She was wearing a specific nightgown, and I don't know if these are still a thing, probably, but she was wearing a rayon acetate nightgown, which. Acetate is an extremely flammable substance. Yes,
2: that is is similar to acetone, like in the nail polish remover. Oh, that's very flammable. It's like pure alcohol. Yeah, you might as well just like jump into a pool of
0: alcohol.
1: Okay, well, let me tell you what... Bacardi
0: 141
1: let me tell you let, let me let me just finish the story now because there's nothing more past this but speculation that is all that you get with uh, the FBI reports so if it's not spontaneous, spontaneous if it's not spontaneous combustion uh, it's got to be something right so here's here's Jim's what,
0: still going with spontaneous combustion but well go on
1: well all right okay let, let me let me preface this right quick. Because there is a an article about... A recent article about spontaneous combustion. This is an article from The Sun. This is actually...
2: Ah! Look at that. Spontaneous <laughs> combustion is real. <laughs> and burns you like an incendiary okay, bomb. okay,
1: okay. Before Jing is all excited. let Let me tell you what most people believe. Because only her ankle was found. Now, the skull... There is no way possible, and multiple scientists and doctors have stated this. there is no way that a skull could be shrunken.: Oh, yeah,
0: that's an interesting. They I were thinking
1: that, thing. that the skull was planted there they They didn't actually test it to see if it was hers. That's the thing. This is ah, they don't me... actually know if that foot was hers. They didn't have the oh. fucking DNA back then they don't they didn't test it. They don't now know actually if that was her or not. To be honest, even to today, the skull shrinking to a size of a baseball is, according to most scientists, not only unnatural, but completely infallible. That does not happen. It cannot shrink.
0: because. Uh, but once, how do you shrink a head, but, then?
1: B- you put that, it in a pickle jar. That's a good point. You, and I, what I looked up is they do use hot sand, but think about it. There is a skull in your fucking head. The skull... The bone does not shrink; only the fucking fatty material in your head. Not that quick, anyway. I mean, your head would not be able to shrink that small. I mean, I'm talking about the size of a baseball. A baseball is fucking really tiny. That's like f- at least six times uh, smaller than your head. Or like, because
0: I'm like really small. Actually,
1: like eight times smaller than mine. This was not spontaneous combustion. Sorry, Jen. Close she's wearing a nightgown she was extremely high on barbiturates which if you do the research in the the medicine aspects of the body the body actually produces acetone when you take a sedative oh, okay keep that in interesting. And, and and keep that in mind then go back to the acetone rayon extremely flammable garment she was wearing she was sitting in the chair smoking a cigarette also she was a quote heavy set woman in quote and what you're about to read from the sun article is that human fat is extremely flammable and not only is it extremely flammable but it continues to burn
2: so what you're saying is all i need to do is find someone to set me on fire and i'll lose some weight is and that what we're talking about or in fact that's fat burning
1: to the extreme here and in fact from what i saw every one of the spontaneous combustion cases were of heavy set individuals Huh. The fat in the human body is extremely flammable. Go back to the Ooh, the calf, the, the one long, ca- the calf the within the shoe. What is at the bottom of the foot? Not much fat there, it's right? It's muscle. It's muscle. It's not much fat. Now, there's not a lot of fat to burn, but what was all over the walls and the ceiling? <laughs> oh, yeah. Else. What had happened is she did light herself on fire from what most people believe. She was burning up. And then as her fat started to cook, it exploded <laughs> all over the fucking walls. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> continue- Jen's like, oh my god.
1: <laughs> and I need to make on. sure
0: there's no house fires. No. I now, can see the wheels.
1: This article right here is from the sun. This is actually extremely interesting. And it talks. It's a scientist that has been studying this for a long time. But he talks basically about what I was talking about, the fat oh, it's in your using body. using this case. Yeah, it uses this case. And he, he says, quote, humans suddenly burst into searing hot flame, left alone, their bodies burn fiercely until little but hot ash remains through the hands and legs may, may remain unscathed. Keep in mind here, this article, he is also saying that, and he actually goes into saying, if you're... If you're sick and you have like a cold, your body will produce certain chemicals in your within your bloodstream, stuff like that, like acetone, which are also flammable. So if you're also overweight and you're introduced to a fiery substance like a cigarette butt, then that could happen.
2: I mean, also, if you're if you're ill, like your body temperature increases as well. You get fevers and stuff. I
0: mean,
1: So this article, he proves that um, alcoholism was
0: traditionally thought of as a risk factor. Yeah.
1: So quote, I'm fucked. (laughs) Quote, fatty flesh, even when soaked in alcohol, does not burn. Yada, yada, yada. However, when a person is ill, they sometimes naturally produce traces of acetone in the body. And acetone is highly inflammable. She was wearing an acetone fucking nightgown, remember? Plus
0: producing acetone from yeah. her drug.
1: Quote, I experimented with a scale model humans using pig flesh that had been marinated in the acetone. They burn like incendi- incendiary bombs. Wow.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. It's using all of these pictures from the... Uh,
1: yeah. Um,
0: huh. From <laughs> so, Mary Reeser.
1: Qu- quote, the alleged cases of shc which is spontaneous human combustion range from the peculiar to the laughable bodies don't just burst into flames many cases involve obvious external sources of fire matches and cigarettes being the most common and i did see that in all the other ones there was some sort of uh, external of flame of some sort yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: so something that's causing the fire to start to begin with
1: yeah let me see uh S.A. S.H.C. believers often cite as evidence the fact that a body has been completely reduced to ash except for the ends of the arms and legs. But there's a good explanation for this phenomenon. It is called the wick effect <laughs> Holy shit. like a candle. <laughs> oh, and one other thing. There were candles in her apartment. But this was also strange. The candles completely burned down except for the wicks. Every candle, she had like 10 can she had gins 37 candles in her fucking house.
2: They're in my closet right Every now. Every one of them Are were burned going down. you through them? Um, slowly.
1: The burning of the clothes is maintained by the liquefied fat wicked from the body of the victim, causing a slow burn that can nearly consume the victim and resulting in the greasy brown substance, often coating the nearby walls, which is what the fireman slipped on. So basically, remember when I said the crematorium, they have to keep spraying the body? Well, guess what? They don't have to keep spraying the body. If your fat soaks up from your skin, guess what? That is a constant supply of fucking flammable material until you're nothing. <laughs> Shit! So don't drink. And <laughs> brought
0: to you by the Atkins diet. Exercise uh, and don't drink. <laughs> uh, well, that's not what we're <laughs> doing I'm
2: here. Sure brought to
1: you
0: by the exact
2: opposite of Jen's lifestyle.
1: But uh, what do you guys think? I, most people don't think it's a murder, even though it's is really interesting. And so, some it's of that's
0: fascinating. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah so, some of the facts I need to point out that I still can't. Uh, Explain no one can is the shrunken skull because a skull should not shrink to even if that hot of a a temperature, it should never shrink that much. That is something interesting. Plus, no one actually knows if that was her. Obviously, it probably was, but no one has ever tested if that was actually her. Someone could have someone could have planted that. And going back to the localization of the fire real quick. I am not a fire chief or whatever, but apparently when a fire burns at that high of a temperature, what happens, and the reason I say this is because all the outlet plugs and light switches were not melted, but everything else was, the fire produces such a hot uh, plume of air that it almost protects everything else around it and only burns anything with inside that plume of air that very hot scorching air that's why if you look at the walls everything four feet and up and you can see that from the picture the bottom of the walls weren't burned up it was just that top and then the ceiling the light switches were fine the electrical outlets were fine nothing was melted they were plastic so 2000 degree heat and the light switches aren't melted you know i'm saying they explain it as it creates this plume, this uh barrier where nothing else can really burn except inside this plume of air. That is the basics of that. But that's uh, basically the story. I don't know what you guys think. Of that.
0: that was fascinating. I loved it.
2: Thank you, John, for that <laughs> lovely story.
1: But uh Yeah, that's crazy story. Anyway, go a talk...
2: reminder to put out your cigarettes before you go to sleep. Yeah.
1: So anyway, go to to see those photos. And the next story on Thursday We have a very interesting story. It is July 11th. And what is July 11th, Jen?
2: Free Slurpee Day at 7-Eleven.
1: Is it really?
0: Yeah. Oh, 7-Eleven. The fuck?
1: There's a 7-Eleven right down the street. Why don't we just go get one?
0: Okay. We also can.
1: What is also today?
0: World Population
1: Day. You know I told you. Today is... What do you mean <laughs> you told me? <laughs> to, I'm the one that does the holidays. Today today is July 11th, so Thursday's story will be about a murder or shark attack. It is Shark Week. Oh. Starting today, uh-huh. it is Shark Week, July 11th, so look forward to that. Subscribe if you haven't. Go to talkmurder.com. We're also filming this on YouTube, youtube youtube.com. Type in Talk Murder to Me podcast. This is episode 242. And until next time, good night you lovely, lovely people. Banana, 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 (laughs) banana.